time for the end of conversation podcast with funny man Damian Lemon and the voice of your choice, Ali Muhammad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is Damian Lemon. This is Ali Muhammad. And this is In the Conversation, the podcast. We back yet again. Another week. We are, well, I'm back in the building, still in the same vicinity. You out there in the A, what's good with you? How you feeling? Man, I'm feeling good, man. You know, the sh- you know, we get we got the show popping. So feeling like that's in a good place as far as work work on the work side. Okay. So that was cool. Shit, you know, they had me they done went public with with a with a nigga. <laughs> what you mean? Uh, they put you in deadline? What you talking about? Nah, they they put me on a um IG live last weekend with Julissa to okay. talk to talk about my piece. So that was my first oh. time on. That was my first time on live. Really? Yeah. What you and, think? You know, I had the you know what I'm saying hood anxiety of I can't <laughs> be Teddy Riley. <laughs> you know uh. what I'm saying? <laughs> I was like, Lord God, please don't let me be Teddy Riley. <laughs> so and what I, happened? And as I was doing it, I could see how easy you could be mm-hmm. Teddy Riley. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but now nah, it, it went cool, man. <laughs> I was able to get on, came through clean, um, and we did the live. And so it was cool. And uh, she kind of branched off from the uh, the questions, I mean, the topics that we had from the company and mm-hmm. uh, was talking about, you know, career advice type shit. So, you know. The end of conversation, guru shit kicked in real good, so okay. that made it that made it easy because that's the type of shit we talk about all the time anyway. Uh-huh. So, so that was cool, you know what I'm saying? It was cool. Yeah. Did they record the live or is it just it was live? If you were there, you were there. I think it was just if you were there, were you there? Because I went to look for it. I think I probably had an opportunity to save it, but I didn't know to do it. Because oh, when because okay. when it popped back up, I just clicked out of it and, and went on. I was like, damn, I probably that's probably where you're supposed to say the shit, right? So yeah, yeah, yeah. it was it's a one and done, I guess. You know what I'm saying? I'll check uh-huh. to see if it's somewhere in the in the zeitgeist, but okay. it was one and uh-huh. done. But it, you know, it was fun. You know what I'm saying? It's just it gave me a lot more respect for the verses, the old verses. You know what I mean? <laughs> when niggas right. was just in the house, right? <laughs> so. You said it's very easy to go Teddy Riley. What did you see? Where did you see the the pitfalls? Well, because it's like okay, when the first the first immediate thing is, I think okay, I got this. Boom, you know, what I mean, she on. I'm waiting on them to give me the cue to to request to be in the shit. Mm-hmm. But then I didn't see where you request to be into the live. I'm like, oh, oh. shit. I've seen it before, but I don't see it now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I'm right. like, ah, I'm about to be Teddy off the rip. So you hear that shot clock clicking. <laughs> you know Bullet sweat start busting out my forehead. So I called the dude, the social media dude, like, yo, where the where's the request button? And he right. was like, if if you don't see it, he was like, just click out and then click back in and it should pop up. I was mm. like, all right, bet. Clicked out, clicked back in, there it was. I was like, Phew. So before before she she uh called on me, I was able to find the button. Okay. So so then you click in, you're there. Now you're wondering, is your internet connect gonna live up to the standards? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> is you gonna be the fuzzy one at the bottom or are you gonna be clean? Right. You know what I mean? 
Luckily, shit came through clean. You know what I'm saying? Thank God, Xfinity for coming through with the uh, with the good Wi-Fi. You know, there you go. There you go. <laughs> Shout out to Xfinity for them bars. No doubt. So then, lastly, it's just you don't want to stumble over what you're talking about. You know what I mean? Mm. So, so it is. It is live, and and you got all of the corporate people watching. You know what I'm saying? So, I ain't used to that kind of behavior. Right. I'm. You, you know, we we on here. You know, I might cuss a lot. I might. You know, what I'm saying, say some slick shit here and there. You right. know. A, a good nigga might pop out, a good, you know. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it was cool. So, you know, I, I held up. I held up. And then other after that, you know what I'm saying, it was smooth selling. Okay. So, what was the piece? The the piece? Oh, the you piece said, was, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. The piece was hip-hop feminism, which was another thing. I didn't want to look like that dude that's coming out here repping all the females. Mm-hmm. So I, I had to make a point that I just produced it. And a black woman actually wrote the piece, and we just made sure that she had what she needed to be to make a successful piece. So, <clears throat> so you know, I broke it down. You know, it, it was through the lens of Meg, Cardi, and 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 Nikki. Um, mm-hmm. We had had Karen Civil on there. You know, okay. talking some stuff. You know, what I mean, breaking it down. Um, you know, it's very interesting because this conversation is is coming up a lot right now. Especially yeah. like with with the Tory Lanez thing and and protect black women, which right. is you know uh, my piece for this week. You know what I mean? Uh, okay. But but it's it's like you know when you really have to dig into that topic. You know what I'm saying? You kind of get to see like where you know the media, where the voices that um kind of control the conversation, they do fall short when it comes to talking about issues that affect black women. You know, you saw that with Breonna Taylor and how long it took for people to kind of get behind that. And, Mm -hmm. but I think what people get it kind of confused and and crossed up is that, you know, that's from a media, social media lens, you know what I mean? But I think they try to, I think a lot of times it's applied to black men in general, you know what I'm saying? Which includes me. And I don't feel like, that's it's always deserving that conversation when it's put on you just because the social media isn't behind it or the media isn't behind it and it's put on like where the voices i think mm-hmm. you know sometimes you got to look at that's what's going on in real life you know what i mean and not judge everything through the lens of what's being talked about and what's trending in social right. so right. you know what i'm saying so it's like <clears throat> It's a double it's a double edged sword because you do see the issue and you do see the shortfall in the conversation, but then you know, in your day to day life, it's not that way. So, mm. you know, it, it's I think I think with the uh I think it gets a little out of control, not even just on that issue, just in social media topics in general where, you know, everything becomes generalized. You know what I'm saying? Uh yeah. men ain't shit. You know what I'm saying? Then on the flip side, black men don't cheat. You know what I'm saying? Then, you know what I mean? It's just like all these generalizations that are applied to society as a whole when social media is not the majority of society. It's these small silos that come together in the algorithm. And, you know, the conversation is in a feedback loop. Yeah. So, you know, 
it yeah. it had me looking at okay, how do you how do you do this in real life more so than fight what's on social media? Yeah. Now that's no. true. There's no there's no real uh room for niche in social media. You know what I right. mean? Like the, you got to you got to go broad. It's you know generalizing, you know. And uh and people do they 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 look at your life based on your social media. Like if right. it's not if it's not on any of those platforms, you're not living it. You know right. what I mean? So it's it's a it's an interesting time. Why do you think beyond just the the generality of uh, some of the social media conversation, where else do you see that? Why do you feel like there's such a, a shortfall uh, with uh, black women well, in particular? Well, I mean, when you it's it's a shortfall with black men too. I mean, but if we're gonna talk about black women. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, when something happens, like, um, you know, we got this human trafficking going on and mm-hmm. black girls go missing and, you know, saying black girls get caught up into sex trafficking and shit like that. Nobody talks about that. You know what I'm saying? But if mm-hmm. if if, you know, the the kids on the other side go right. missing, it's a, it's a nationwide manhunt. It's, it's you know, what I mean, it's it's big news. Amber alerts. Amber alerts is all that. You know what I'm saying? Um, Mm -hmm. I just think just like a lot of like when Serena Williams talked about having her baby and, you know, she was feeling weird and she was telling them to check the blood clots and shit. And they was like, nah, don't worry about it. It ain't nothing. And then it turns out that it was something. I seen Mm -hmm. that firsthand with my wife. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, when we had our first child. You know, mm-hmm. she went into the hospital with, you know, like back pains or whatever. And then it ended up turned out to be preeclampsia, which turned into full blown eclampsia, which is a rapid uh, blood pressure rise, which, you know, you can, you know, get seizures, you could die. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So when we first went in there, they was like laissez faire about the shit, giving her the wrong medicine for the wrong thing. Then mm-hmm. when she started having the seizures and shit, you know, they running around, you know, looking in textbooks and shit. I was like, well, God damn, I can look at a textbook. But the initial right. workup, the doctor came in there. He was real rough. And you know what I'm saying? He was just very cold. And, and he wasn't kind of listening to what she was saying and shit. And, I, you know, I was hot. I wanted to fight. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then, then all of this played out. She had the seizures. Then they finally realized what was going on. And then they started taking care. But in the, in the beginning, they kind of was ignoring the the symptoms that she was talking about. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so yeah. when um she started having the seizures and shit and um <clears throat> they was trying to, you know, work on it and all that shit, she was like, I'm not fucking with none of y'all until Ali get in here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And and she forced them to bring me in the room because mm. them, you know what I'm saying? They they were very non-responsive to to the right. thing she was talking about, and she an advocate, it, yeah. right? And it, and it was and it was simply because she was black. From mine, from the way I see it, it's like because from walking in the door, it was like laissez faire about the shit. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, you see it firsthand, like when when you're around when you're around it. You know what I mean? You 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 see how I have a daughter. 12 years old that's much taller than the rest of the girls she's you know tallest one in her grade including the boys you know what i'm saying 
So, you know, she gets judged a lot differently than the little her little white friends that are, are there with her. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. So, so it's more like when when the teachers. It was like a couple years ago when the teacher was talking about her and her group of friends, which she's only only black girl. It was, it was like you know, well she's a popular girl. You know what I'm saying? And like, what right. what the fuck? That, what? Why do we have to? Why are we? You know what I'm saying? Why are we etching out a a segment for her? Why she's just not? When you talked about the other group of girls, you didn't say. You didn't you didn't identify what group of girls they were. They were just mm. st- students. You understand? So it seemed to me as if the the popular girl didn't need to be included in the educational process from a academic standpoint. You were gonna just cast them off to the side and and say, Oh, those just the popular girls and, and they make the other girls feel, you know what I'm saying, bad about themselves because they're not popular, basically is what she was saying. It was like what what the you are the grown person in the room you know what i'm saying right. if you need to make adjustments to your seating charts or the social sphere of the class then that's your job that's not my you know what i'm saying 9 year old's job to figure out the social dynamics you know what i'm saying she is who she is and and because she's popular has no um it has no bearing on what she's in school to do, which is learn. And you're the teacher. Your job is to teach. So, therefore, I don't see why you why you have felt the need to to use the language of separation on my child. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So, like those microaggressions go a long way. So, the next year, she had a teacher that saw her being popular as an asset that she can use as a teacher because the other girls looked up to her. So she used her to be more involved in the educational process and she thrived. So then last year they had this thing where this is the first time they ever did it. Usually you go to the parent teacher beginning the school thing to kind of get orientation and all that. They tell you about what the fuck they going to do and all that type shit. This particular time, they had a, a listen. That's that's all the teachers did was listen to you as a parent. They had like a mm-hmm. set of questions or whatever, and they asked you about your child. Okay, cool. So this is my time to get it all on the table up front and compare and wait, contrast. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on a second. It's a listen, but what you said they have a set of questions that the wait the teachers ask you the questions yeah, the, and then the they teachers ask oh, the parent about your child. You know what I'm saying? And mostly it's like you know, who is your child? You know what I'm saying? Okay. And and it's like for me, I'm like, okay, cool. I, I like this because I need you to know. And then right. I was able to compare and contrast the, the social dynamics between a teacher that separated her from the pack, from the educational group, and then a teacher that included her in the educational group. And that shit was, you know what I'm saying, had never happened. And it was light. It was a light years as far as the difference in her academic process. Now right. she she feels like you know what I'm saying one of them ones as far as the academics because mm-hmm. she's been included. Now she's able to shine. She's able to show her talent. She's able to to show how she's different as well because now they're operating from a point of who she is and and the inclusion because one she has an advocate in both of her parents. And and two, you're advocating 
not just for, you know, hey, she needs to learn and she needs to do this, but hey, this is who she is. And this is what you should keep in mind when 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 you're teaching her. Right. You know what I'm saying? So now in the pan when the pandemic happened, she became even more so involved because how social she was in the beginning. So now it plays out a lot differently in, in, in um the virtual because because she always has a lot lot going on with her phone and FaceTime with her friends and FaceTime with her cousin and be on the FaceTime all weekend. And I used to think it was a problem. Like, yo, why are you on FaceTime with your cousin in Atlanta all weekend? Mm-hmm. And and they just live life together on the phone. Right. But but when pandemic happened and remote learning came into play, I thought that she would be I thought that she was taking harder because she was so social. But now mm-hmm. she was she was super prepared because mm-hmm. she was so social on with the camera and with the phone. You right. know what I'm saying? She, the, like being in the phone was nothing new to her. Right. Seeing her friends through the phone was nothing new. And she thrived and was able to help other kids thrive. And that's the big difference. You know what I'm saying? But you had to fight for that. Because if you let it be, it would have just been, oh, she over there. And then they make it like, oh, the cool, popular people over there, they don't need to be a part of this process. Let them be over there doing what they do. Right. And then, you know what I mean? So protecting black women, it comes into play at every step of the way. Right. Because, you know what I'm saying, they over, they, they adultify our daughters. You know what I'm saying? Right. Then when when... When you're out in the world, you know, people, people, you know, look at our daughters and say, well, that type of shit supposed to happen to them because they some old black girls anyway. You know what I'm saying? It shouldn't have, booty shouldn't be so big. You know what I'm saying? You shouldn't talk, you shouldn't talk slick then. You shouldn't talk about your pussy if you don't want nobody grabbing on your pussy. Like shit like that. You know what I'm saying? That's the, the, the sentiment that people have. And they don't have that about, the the Paris Hiltons of the world as much yeah. wild shit as they do you know what I'm saying yeah yeah you you know Kim K could go on and make a porn video and then keep it moving yeah yeah no that's true it's fucked up you know what yeah, I'm saying yeah absolutely absolutely it's, yeah you can see it you can see it it's like they steal the innocence and what's so interesting is like that's such a mind fuck too because in one way it kind of sounds positive to say, yo, you're a popular kid, but it's like almost like a smooth way to, to dismiss you mm-hmm. in a way that doesn't sound dismissive. It kind of sounds like right. you, you bigging her up. You know what I mean? Like, no, 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 we ain't worried about you. Oh, you know what I mean? That's the rock you to sleep shit. We ain't worried about you. Right. You you fine. You know what I'm saying? You're going to be right. all right. And next thing you know, right. you're not. You know? And right. Yeah. Right. Because That's good that... Because you know. it don't take it don't take long. You know what I'm saying? One, two years in the right grades and, and you you behind. You're not a part of the process and you're not even learning how to be a part of the process. You're actually right. learning how to be left out. Right. Be- Get comfortable the, with it. Right. Because the teacher, that particular teacher was overcompensating for the, the non-social girls to to boost them up while, you know, looking at the, the popular girls and saying, hey, you know. You guys are the disruption when when you, know, you could easily fix that shit because <laughs> right. you're the teacher. 
You know what I'm saying? Even if they are disruption, you separate that shit, move them around, and you make them part of the process, and you won't have that. It's like my pops yeah. was a teacher, right? And he taught, uh-huh. he taught at Alapata Elementary, um, if, which is in Liberty City, Miami. And, you know, it's the hood, right? And you got a lot of wild shit going on in different kinds of scenarios and kids coming from different places in one place. And so what he would do, because you ultimately going to get some wild kids, what he would always do was he was always take the wildest kid, the alpha wild kid, and make them part of the process. You know what I'm saying? Give them a job to do. Since You know what I'm saying? They 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 would normally be a bully or they would normally be a disruptive, coming to class disrupting shit. You're like, okay, right. such and such, you want to you wanna talk while I'm talking? Then you come up here and teach the class. And then he put them on the spot, put them on the board, give them some shit to do. You know what I'm saying? Tell them to go lead the line. Get all, get all your people in line so we can go to lunch. You know? And then they march down the hall like they're in, mili- in the military. So he had a, a smooth way of including the kids who could have been a problem. But now, right. now they, they are working for you. They're working with you. And they're helping the process along. And I don't think that that happens all the time if people don't care. You know, I yeah. realized I well, go ahead. Go ahead. Finish it. No, I was done. I've peeped that, uh, or I got this theory. I was looking at um, teaching, and I was talking to a couple people that are teachers, and I was just curious. It's, it reminds me of like policing in the same way of like, you know, how they say police should be policing, you know, police from that community should police the community. You know what I mean? Right. Like, the more familiar you are with that community, the more uh, humanely you'll approach it. You're, you know what I mean? It won't be such an outsider touch, you know? Right. And um, I started thinking, I was like, you know, there's a lot of, you know, every teacher was a student at one point. So... Mm-hmm. If you were a student that may have been bullied or you may have not been the popular student, whatever, whatever, you could project that on to your students and even take it out on other students that might not Mm -hmm. fit the same way that you came up. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, you know, and and it's, you know, who knows? You know what I'm saying? Because it's a personal thing. Obviously, I'm sure there are, you know, universal, maybe not universal, but there's, uh, their overarching techniques and things like that used for teaching. Mm-hmm. But after a while, it definitely, I'm sure there's some personality drivers because when I think about when I was in school, yeah, you could see certain teachers. Like you you knew immediately if this teacher was a pushover or this teacher was a sucker or this teacher was, that was not the teacher to play with or the teacher, you know what I mean? They were in mm-hmm. tune with certain shit. Like it's a lot to that, you know? Right. And um you know, it's um, that's and pretty, see, yeah. And see, it, and it's sometimes, like you say, it's very subtle because as a kid, you don't understand that when you write an essay, your grade is a lot subjective. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. So I had this teacher, Miss Rosenberg, which you know, I, I never really knew that. Jewish people and Muslim people shouldn't supposedly get along. You know what I'm saying? I never knew that. You know what I mean? Until right, Ms. Rosenberg. Right. And so Ms. Rosenberg, I mean English class, she would she would put she would put like again, like the cool 
black boys in the back of the room, automatic. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's how her seating chart went. You back there with all a bunch of cool cats. And then, right. you know, we write some papers. We, you know, turn in some papers. And then first marking period, I ended up with a D. I had never had a D. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So my, my pop's like, what the fuck is this D shit? You know what I'm saying? I was right. like, you know. So he set up a meeting with Miss Rosenberg. I guess once he saw the name, he was probably had already in his mind that it could be a problem. Mm-hmm. And so, so you, you know, they came up. He came up to talk to the school. It was me, her, and him, and um, talked to the teacher. And, and so they had a whole 20-minute conversation. It had nothing to do with school. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This mm-hmm. shit was all about, you know, Muslims and Jews. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? You know what I mean? <laughs> you sitting there like, yo, what are y'all talking about? Like, yeah. what is happening? You know what I'm saying? And, you know, it, basically it turns it turns out that, you know, from his, from from our perspective, it was like she was subjectively giving my point of view bad marks. You know what I'm saying? And so mm. he, he took me out to class. And then, you know, you feeling like, damn, I, I might not be good at English and shit. You know what I'm saying? Right. Took, took me out to class, put me in his other lady class. And when I went into that class, it was night and day because she was welcoming. She was like, hey, you know, we're working on this poetry project. I mean, it's right. due on it's due on Monday, but, you know, just do what you can to see if you can get it done. And I was like, you know, and the rules was you could do whatever you want. As long as you wrote this style of poem, each style of poem you had to write, but you could mm-hmm. do it however you wanted. So you know, I could use graffiti. I use, you know what I'm saying? You could use all kind of tools to, to make it pop. And right. When I got that, I turned that in, and that shit got an A, I was like, damn. You know what I'm saying? That really mm-hmm. set me up for how I move in life for real because I knew that it was okay to utilize whatever tools I had. You know what I mean? If I, if I, if I had to draw it, I could draw it. If I could, you know what I'm saying? However how I felt was best to present the information, it was okay as long as the information was solid. And that's exactly, you know, how I do in life now. It's like it don't have to go the perfect way that everybody think it should go as long as you're using the, your tools, your best tools to right. present the information. And um, I, I, I can't remember that lady's name, but she, she changed the whole thing because it could have went downhill from Miss Rosenberg. Right, 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 right. Just that one little pivot restored your confidence because for a hot right. second you was ready to write yourself off as not good in that situation right yeah it's you crazy um, speaking of protecting black women Meg Thee Stallion she put she got an op-ed in the New, the New York Times today talking about just that and it was pretty good it's really good actually and then there's a, a video piece that uh, accompanies it that's dope too by this director I think her name is Kazal yeah, I think the, the sad part about this whole shit is that some people are just going to take the other side just to take it. You know what I'm saying? Like, fuck out of here. Why you complaining? Da, 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 you rich. Uh, blah, 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 blah. You know what I mean? It's like, because right. that's how social media is. It's just like people just take a side and just stick to it. It's mm-hmm. like, it's not a lot of listening going on. But it's good that the conversation is happening. But, like, you know, the Tory Lanez fans are going to be Tory Lanez fans. So fuck it. You know what I'm saying? Ride with it all the way. You know what I'm saying? And so 
you know, that's that's the part that's kind of like discouraging sometimes. But, mm-hmm. you know, if we keep having conversations and the conversations keep landing in the forefront, it changes as the future as the future generations come. It changes a little bit and a little bit. You know what I mean? Because I remember growing up and, you know, you're learning a different way than your parents. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, they was from an era where, shit, you smack your wife and that was okay. You know what I'm saying? Right. And, and, and it was people that still live like that, but it was a whole section of our generation that thought that wasn't, that wasn't cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, damn. So, you know, everything take time, you know. Or even beating I, your kids. That's changed. Yeah. Or yeah, changing. Beating, yeah, beating your kids was totally A-OK. And yeah. you know, what I'm saying it's people that still beat their kids, but there's a large group of people that's like, you know, maybe we could figure another way out to discipline the yeah. kids or get our kids to understand. But you know, right. shit, that slave shit is deep, man. That shit, that's how we it know. Is. You know what I'm saying? It is. But you know, it's so funny. It is deep as fuck too. But you know, when culture does shift, you'd be surprised, even if it's incremental change, you'd be surprised how startling it looks when you see it go back. Because I saw something on on maybe Instagram or something like that, and it was, um, you know, bring back ass whippings. I think that was the hashtag, and it was a video of a dude beating his son ass, right? And mm-hmm. this is some shit. You grew up, either you might have had that happen to you or you seen it, you know, whatever, whatever. And uh, watching that shit, that shit looked barbaric. But mm. 15, 20, 30 years ago, that shit was, that was par for the course. That was an ass whipping. That was, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? That's where you first learned, you know, it was funny. I had a conversation with somebody and I, was, I used the word staccato and they were like, well, what is staccato? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, you know, I said what it was, but then I was like, it's kind of like when you're getting an ass whipping and the shit is punctuated. Like, didn't I tell you? Like, that was the first <laughs> real, you know what I mean? That's like. That's like your int- your initial introduction to staccato. Like, oh shit! Like this, <laughs> this is this ain't good, you know. But uh, that's changing, fortunately enough, you know. Um, yeah, man, you know, it's a you know, it's it's happening though. Change is incremental. That's the that's something that I I keep trying to remind myself, you know, just on the personal and the holistic. You know what I mean? Like we in this whole. Uh, with everything that's going on politically and, and racially and, and sometimes you feel like shit just it's the same shit over and over. You know, sometimes you, you need to, you know, I was talking to my grandmother. You know, sometimes you need to talk to people that have been here for a long time to kind of bring things back into focus or even just read some history, do the knowledge a little bit and, and see how far you've come. Because sometimes since it's so slow going, it's not, it's not as uh, apparent, you know what I mean. Right. But uh, you know, right. when you when you actually take a second look and and you you like, okay, well, this is you know, it's not we're not all the way there, but we mm-hmm. further than we you know we've come a come a bit of come a long way, you know. Right. It's no interesting. And, and I, you know, like my pops, you know, what I'm saying he he would whoop some ass, but not often. He was more of the Jedi mind trick, you know, what I'm saying psychological terrorism. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, right. So, you know, he would he would he had a way of switching gears that that made you understand it was serious, you know what I mean? So, you know, it's a rhythm to how you 
walk through a fussing out. You know what I'm saying? Minor infractions, you 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 hear. Do something in the middle, you know what I'm saying? That shit get a little more intense. You fuck up for real, for real, you know what I'm saying? Then you might get, you know, snatched up by your collar, you know what I'm saying? And really, you know, wolfed down on. And that's right. not, but his, his, his number one instrument of parental terror mm-hmm. was slamming of the big steel door that went to his room. You know what I'm saying? He had a mm-hmm. steel door on his, on his room door. And he would slam that shit and shake the whole house. So he was like, you know, you might do something stupid. He was like, what, 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 what was you thinking? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know we don't do no shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what? I am so disappointed. Get out, get out my wow. face. And then you like, you go in, there, go in your room and think about that shit. And then he'll go in his room. <laughs> yeah, that's the worst. That's the worst. <laughs> Sound like he threw. He all the way through. And the disappointment was a that's a that's a hard, that's a heavy one. That, that disappointment. And then uh, you, you you sitting there and at the door reverb, mm, and then it's just funny. silent. Then because because after you get to the crescendo, mm-hmm. and then you get the exclamation point of the door, mm-hmm. the silence becomes a whole lot heavier. You know what I'm saying? It's like a like a movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. They they had that orchestra going, and then that shit just drop off. Yeah. And he'd be like, That's damn. Loud damn. ass silence. I fucked up. I think. He'd <laughs> say, you be on your own ass. God damn, nigga, what was you thinking? I don't mm-hmm. know, dog. I don't know. <laughs> That's funny. So, That's you know, funny. but he would always be talking about, you know, you had to use your mind. You had to be able to use your mind to solve problems because your physical is might not always solve the problems. You know what I'm saying? Your mm-hmm. physical might cause more problems you know and and um you know so he was a lesson yeah so you know i'm saying you put that into into us and then we take it from there and then we put whatever we put into our kids over time collectively the shit changes you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. so hopefully with the conversation at the forefront how it is that can also change for black women yeah. 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 Hopefully. I think it I think it is. I think it's advancing. I think that it's becoming more and more uh I don't know if you know, it's you're starting to see it more and more. You know what I mean? Like it's uh certain shit ain't being tolerated. You mm-hmm. know? Like uh it it's there. It's there. I actually was on um I was on I was on that I was on your shit old clubhouse, right? couple mm-hmm. days ago and uh and uh it's that shit is hilarious to me man it's it's interesting as fuck it's very much it's like the ear hustling app you right. know what i mean like it's like it's like being at a hotel within walls with interesting guests right you know what i'm saying like you, you hear a lot of interesting shit some wild shit but um this in tandem with a lot of these other social media platforms black people particularly black women are steering this shit to you know progressive you know heights you know what i'm saying there's a lot of shit that's not gonna happen you know what i mean like there's Mm -hmm. there's things that are you know like you said the conversation needs to be had like twitter you know it's not really a conversation it's just really an outburst sometimes it might turn into a thread and if you got the attention span or the patience to go Mm -hmm. through it then you might learn something but 
the spoken word is still is still probably number one, most compelling. When people get on that mic and, and speak from the heart or speak to what they feel in front of an audience, it's hard for it not to resonate. You know what I'm saying? And especially if the space is, is uh protected in a way to where like there's still some uh you know, some civility upheld. You know what I mean? There ain't gonna be a whole lot of you know, mm-hmm. shouting down motherfuckers or, as my own girl said, tone policing. That's not going to be tolerated like like it used to be. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's a, again, it's a slow, it's slow as fuck. You know what I'm saying? And I, you know, as a guy, I can't even really all the way comment on it because, you know, that's not my fight. You know what I'm saying? I, you know, I'll be an ally, but, you know, obviously I'm not as personally affected Right. But uh, it things are changing, you know what I'm saying? It may be going slower than a motherfucker, but, uh, you know, just even even how the Breonna Taylor thing played out. Unfortunately, the you know, the indictment was some bullshit, and, you mm-hmm. know. But I feel like the fact of the matter that that became like a national story, like it wasn't some shit that was just buried away, you know, it, it was, you know... It was there were there were people that were that were amplifying the voice, whether it's Oprah, you know, putting billboards or through Louisville or just, you know, everybody mm-hmm. with the uh with the hashtag campaign, you know what I'm saying? Like just the the, the media attention, the fact that, you know, Meg on uh Sign Out Live, you know what I mean, going in on mm-hmm. Daniel Cameron, like even if, you know, even if the justice that we were seeking didn't happen. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And maybe even maybe even that can change too because I don't know if that's hard and fast. It might be a appeal process or something like that, but the fact of the matter is this conversation gives momentum to the next conversation. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And and it's like a it's a touch point for where yo, that shit ain't going to be tolerated. You know what I mean? Like you you need right. to know that and you need to know how uh you know how lawyers and shit they got the the statutes or whatever. You know, mm-hmm. they're like, well, if you look at this case here, that's where they jumping from. They're not right. looking back at this case from 1941. They're looking at this shit 2020 like this. Okay, now you need to be mindful about what happened here and you move accordingly. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So I just feel like, you know, as long as we kind of stay on offense with it and, and, right. and keep the foot on the gas, shit will be, tomorrow will be better than yesterday. Right. Say that. No know? doubt. No doubt. But you know, what I'm saying yeah. just like with, with <clears throat> and then another thing is like, I think people also get it twisted that you know that you if you say you know, um, Black Lives Matter protect Black women or anything like that, right? Right. That it it, it absolves people who do wrong or that you know do crime or that do anything from punishment. You know what I'm saying? So. Mm. So, you know what I'm saying, sometimes it's like people will say protect black women, then then the other people will point to somebody wilding completely the fuck out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like I think the, the one of the examples was was I, what I seen was like, you know, some, some chicks in the airport wilding out because they couldn't get on the plane, they didn't want to put the mask on or whatever. And they just cussing the lady out, throwing water at her. Like, oh yeah, they should go to jail. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? That has nothing to do with the, you know, the protect black women thing. You know what I'm saying? That's just your ass need to go to jail today. You know, you're an outlier. That's the, that's the, yeah. You don't fall under under that. You can't claim that. 
right now. Right. You could right. claim it another time in another place, another situation, but this right here, you know, that doesn't fall under the guidelines of that. You know what I mean? Right. Right. So, like, just like with with you know, Black Lives Matter, you know, people on the other side may argue, well, this guy was doing a crime; he's a criminal, but that doesn't mean, you know, what I'm saying he should have a death sentence by the right. judge and jury of just a police officer. You know what I'm saying? He's mm-hmm. he's due due process just like anybody else. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That doesn't mean that he's absolved from punishment altogether. It's just let the punishment fit. Let let him get the same treatment as you would give somebody else that did the same crime. You know what I'm saying? Right. So yeah, you know, like I think like in the internet generalization, it's like all oh, that shit is under one thing, and you know what I'm saying? And then everybody choose their side and argue from that side. It's just like when people talk about. Like, they might say, you know, white white people teach their they kids how to save money. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And they, they, they send their kids to the, to, the, to the good schools and, you know, all that. Right. So it's like they compare the the highest of class, the white people, to the lowest of, you know what I'm saying? It's like that mm-hmm. don't even fit because white people on the same level that's, that's poor and, and in poverty, they, they going through the same shit. You know what I'm saying? They not teaching their kids necessarily about money. They teaching their kids how to survive just like poor black people or poor any other kind of people. You know what I'm saying? I think people like to compare the extremes and it's like, hey, hey, that ain't really what it is. The extremes move faster. You know, like, again, that nuance <laughs> shit take too long. Nobody would have sit there. Nah, B, it shit gotta, it's gotta be, it's gotta be provocative to get attention, <laughs> to get them clicks, you know. Right. It's true. And um oh speaking to the speaking to that just real fast, shout out to uh Killer Mike. You know, he got the uh the Greenwood Bank. Mm-hmm. He, he can you know, he started this this black owned bank online and within like twenty four hours ten thousand accounts have been open. So salute to that. There's there's black they, banking going on. They but, giving out loans over there? They might be. They might be. I don't know. You might want to go over there and see what's cracking. <laughs> see what's cracking. Talk to them. You know what I mean? Tell them, listen, man, I've been a fan since the whole world or whatever. Right. I've been you fucking with that? you some purple ribbon. What's well, uh, good with the good business loan, man? It might. It might. <laughs> I'm thinking, you know what? I think that might be developing because uh, he was on the um, he's on the Breakfast Club and they were talking about that. That was one of the questions. I think they still develop but I think right now they probably still amassing the capital to kind of make it happen but you know, stay mm-hmm. tuned. Nah, no um, but to that also, to the other point about you know, you create, you comparing like the great whites <laughs> to the to the worst blacks. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you see that type of shit, right? Yeah. Uh that's some media shit too, because I've you peep it. Like when they when they cover black people, they try to, you know, they try to paint a picture. They try to create a narrative of the worst of the worst. And when right. they when they painting white folks, that shit is very Norman Rockwell. They don't right. like fucked up white people don't really get a lot of airtime. You nah, know, like this. Nah. You know, dude, I didn't see no white really I don't say none, but it was less than ten percent of the COVID story, especially the fatal COVID stories, just Mm -hmm. COVID in particular. I didn't Mm -hmm. really see too many news stories about white folks dying. So much so that I think people started to feel like it was almost like a black disease, like COVID was on some sickle cell type shit. You know what I'm saying? Because they don't, that that, that doesn't, that that propaganda is bad for us. Right. And then, and what what they do is, 
they present they don't they don't compare the shit like equally. They present the ratios. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's how well, you know what I'm saying? It's a higher percentage of blacks per capita in the black neighborhoods than it is per capita in the white neighborhood. Like, come on, stop it. Mm -hmm. Just like when they when they do crime and you know, violent crime and shit. They'll say it's a higher percentage of blacks that do, you know what I'm saying? Violent crimes. But then when you look at the real numbers, black people say, you know what I'm saying? Like we might we might we might have the little edge on them in murder. Say if it was, you know what I'm saying, uh five thousand murders, you know what I'm saying, we might have twenty five twenty twenty five hundred of them, and then white people have twenty four hundred of them, you know what I'm saying? And it's like it's neck and neck. But then if you look at shit like rape and fraud and all that shit, they numbers are way higher. Like they have a way higher amount of people doing wild shit. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. you never, you never, they never show, you know, where all those people in jail at. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like if right. they did all that crime, where they at on the media? Like if they right. did all of that raping and murdering and all that shit, what? None of them stories don't make the news unless it's right. sensational, unless they do some mad shit. Come on, B. You know what I'm saying? And even, even if it's 2,400 to 2,500, it's 13%, I think, still, black people. You know what I'm saying? Like, versus right. whatever, the 80 right. some odd percent. Right. So, like, even they'll, they'll flip it on the other head. I see Trump try to do this. He been getting this off. You know, we keep talking about uh, defunding the police or just, like, re, you know, like the, you know, you know, like challenging how policing is done and, you know, the brutality that's going on with black people and all of that and black people being killed by the cops. He was like, well, more white people get killed by the cops than black people. And if you say that, Mm -hmm. it's true in a certain manner. But back to your point, when you do the real math and you start taking, get you look at the ratio based on, Mm -hmm. you know, community size, Oh, right. it's all it's three times likely if you black that you will get killed by the cops. But right. yeah, since there's so way more white people, they, that's the they, bullshit. They flip the ratios like a sales research person. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They they do yeah. that shit so conveniently. But like yeah. if you if you asking, why isn't there more black leads in Hollywood and more black shows on TV? Well, right. you only make up thirteen percent of the country. Right. But then when you watch the news, <laughs> shit, you're making up 100% of the crime stories when there are plenty mm-hmm. of crime stories out there to go around for everybody. <laughs> yeah, man. Numbers do lie. <laughs> you know People say numbers don't lie, yeah. but numbers lie to the motherfucker. Yeah, oh, fuck what you heard, they do. <laughs> Let me ask you this, man. It's just on another. Uh, if you live by yourself, but you have a pet, do you live by yourself? Do you live alone? And then if you talk to your pet, are you less crazy than if you talk to yourself? Well, I don't think either one of them is crazy, first of all. I don't either, but I'm just putting it out there. I'm just, you know what I'm, saying? I'm, I'm curious because, uh, you know, me, I, I definitely talk to myself. You know, I've talked about it, but yeah. uh, to myself and to you. But, uh like I see a lot of people that talk to their pets a lot, right. like full on conversations with their pets. And right. you know, there's no there's no real uh 
there's no conclusive evidence that this pet really know what the fuck you're talking about. You know I what know I'm saying? You could, you know. But my thing is, okay, if no one's in the room, you probably look a little bugged out, right? Mm-hmm. But then if you talking to, you know, you talking to your dog and you really breaking down your day and this motherfucker had the nerve to tell me, you know what I mean, to your dog. <laughs> Are you any less crazy than a motherfucker? You know what I mean? I just, I'm just, it's some shit that just came to mind. I think, I think people, I think people need some outlets, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. To vent. And it might be a more, I I mean, depending on the energy that you're transferring to your dog, because while they might not understand your, your language, they Mm -hmm. probably do understand your energy, you know? And Mm. so, so, you know, depending on what you're giving to your animal, you know what I'm saying, it may affect them in a way that's positive or negative. It's like what people say you should talk to your plants. You know what I'm saying? I believe that. So I believe that. I Go ahead. No, nah, go ahead. No, I believe that. I've seen dogs that you could tell they just as nervous as their owner. Right. You know what I mean? They just, they just <laughs> fucked up. I ain't gonna tell this dog is going through some shit. Like, this dog got bills due. You're like, dog, you ain't gotta do nothing but shit and walk around. That's it. You ain't really gonna do too much. But that dog is stressed. Right. Look at their owner. You say, okay, I see exactly why. And then, but, you uh, know, some people transfer just positive energy to the pet. Hey, good boy. Right. You know, all that shit. So, you know, I'm I'm not a pet owner, so you know what I'm saying? I, I can't I'm only speculating. But right. I can only imagine, you know what I mean, that whatever you're around, the energy that you bring to it is gonna affect it positively or negatively. It's just like when they, they do I've seen some clips where they, they put water under a microscope. Normal water, nobody around. This is how the how it looks all the way down under to the fine, you know, I don't know what they call not atoms but cells or whatever when you break it down to to the minutia right you know what I'm saying you see how it looks then they'll have somebody come and yell you know cuss at the water with some bad energy and then <laughs> the, the <laughs> cells or whatever it is changes form in that same right. water you know what I'm saying and then yeah. they, they have somebody come and pray over that water right and the cells look totally different, you know what I'm saying? And it looks a lot smoother and a lot, you know, it looks prettier. So yeah. it's like, wow, maybe the words that we say and the energy that we bring does affect the things around us. And you know what I'm saying? Right. And a lot of times when you see and bad shit happen or good shit happening, a lot of times it's not just these things are happening, but it, it's a reflection of what the energy that you're bringing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's true. So, you know, talking to your dog is fine as long as you're cognizant that your dog is just not a dumping ground for your, your negativity. Mm-hmm. Just like your kids. Just like, right. you know what I'm saying? Just like everything it, else in your life. Right. I saw this uh, thing on Twitter, though, which pretty ill. This woman, she's, it seems like she's kind of teaching her dog how to communicate. She has, like, these little, these little bells that means certain things. So the mm-hmm. bell would be like, I love you. And another bell's like, mom, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or I'm hurt. Where you mm-hmm. hurt? Like Paul, you know what I'm saying? And like, right. she's teaching the dog, like, so like she's talking to the dog. She's like, the dog's like, her, her. It's like, yo, <laughs> what's up? You hurt? 
He says, yeah, he hit the, he hit the, he say, where you heard at? He hit the shit for the paw. And then she said, come here. And he walk over, show the paw. And sure enough, he has some shit stuck in his paw. Like, man. they had a real conversation. That shit, that shit is interesting. It's wild, man. I wonder if he learned, you know what I'm saying? I got a, you know, uh, yeah. pain in my, in my ass. You know what I'm right, saying? Right. <laughs> they got a bell for that? Mm-hmm. I'm I bored. Ain't, I ain't <laughs> learned that one shit. <laughs> right, right. Broke oh, my psychedelic, nigga. Where's that bell? What is the psychedelic? What is that? Man, that I don't know. I just is that just some rap shit? Is that no, some rap it's a real, shit? It's a real that? shit. It's a real shit. Yeah. I oh, once man. looked it up, but I'm gonna look it up now. But yeah, yeah look it up. I just, I just know it. it. I just know it from the from the song, and it's not the way that it's said. It's, it's something, right. It's something. You know what I'm saying? Uh. It's, Lakers it's, done took it. Oh, Why yeah. you looking that up? Lakers done took that. It looked, it looked, you know. I don't want to say it looked like it was going, it was troubling for them, but uh, Miami put up a better fight than expected. You know, no doubt. shout out to Jimmy Butler and the, and the crew. They were, they were, they were going for it. They was no going sad. for it, but then they, they got blown out in that last game. Though they had, it they was, it was too much. They had done left it all on the floor. They had no, yeah. no gas left. You know what I'm saying? They put it all out there. To get that second game, and mm-hmm. it was nothing left. You know what I'm saying? See, you know, they had they they had to do it though because they were down three one. You can't do nothing else but leave it all on the floor. You know what I'm saying? Gotcha. Or or just go home disrespectfully. But yeah, you know, I think Jimmy Butler took it upon himself to kind of I'm gonna put this shit all the way out, which increased his value tenfold just off the storyline alone. Because mm-hmm. it's only so much LeBron stories can go around. It's like, you know, he 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 put it out there. He he put it all on the line. He left it all on the court. You know, he's a hero. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He in the pandemic, the, the, looking like motherfucking Jamie Foxx and shit. You know what I'm Django. saying? Django. <laughs> you know yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Django, Jimmy Butler. Yeah, he was out there. He was fighting. He was you fighting. So it also shows. Go ahead. Nah, so you know his story is his value has increased because people want gonna want to be a part of that story. You know what I'm saying? Right. It it breathes new life into the Miami franchise. It it uh it energizes the whole team. All the, all the mm. guys involved. It's just they had they didn't have enough experience. Like somebody like LeBron know how to pace himself throughout this shit. You know what I'm saying? That's what I was gonna say. He's so conditioned, like. You know, he's been there with the last maybe 10 out of the last, 10 times out of the last 11 years or something like that, something crazy. But he's been there 10 times at least. You know right. what I mean? He's been there 10 times and he's so used to it. He's so comfortable. That shit is almost like preseason, like postseason. Right. He's he's supposed to be there. You know what I mean? Right. Like, you know how they say, yo, act like you've been there before? Like, right. he's the epitome of that shit. Right, and um, he knows the type of energy that it takes to pull that shit off. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Because during the season, there's a certain kind of energy. During the playoffs, there's a certain kind of energy. But during the finals, when it all comes down to it, the energy shifts. And then that's when all of the dirty tricks come out. That's when they pushing you to your edge. You know what I'm saying? That's when they, they fucking with your personal life. On You know what I'm saying? They doing all kind of shit during these finals that we can't see that increases the pressure. You know what I'm saying? Just like yeah. when the Spurs turned the motherfucking AC off. You know what I'm saying? They pulling yeah, out any trick you can to get any kind of edge because 
it means a, the difference between probably millions and millions of dollars for that franchise losing and winning. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. a motherfucker that's been there 10 times, he understands that he knows what to look for. A young cat, he don't know. He think it's just another game until you get in there and it shit go to another gear. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like Hero, he putting it all out there, but then he don't know that shit. He done gave his all, and this shit finna go to another gear. Like, God damn. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. So yeah, that's what man. that's what the old guys had to teach LeBron when he was young and trying to, you know, took carry this team to the to the playoffs and the finals and shit to get blowed out. Cause you done burnt yourself out all season. You tried to win every game during the season. You played every game to the fullest. And now you in the deep in the playoffs and your knees tied. Yeah. Ain't that a bitch. But no. gassed but, out. But your sacroiliac is actually your sacroiliac. And it's okay. uh the rigid joint of at the back of the pelvis between the sacrum and the ilium. Wherever that's at. But it's a real mm-hmm. thing. <laughs> <laughs> right, well, there you go. There you go. Oh shit, man. What else? It's shit. It's, it's shit right sac- there, like at the corner of your pelvis, like you know what I'm saying. Like, uh-huh. you know what I'm saying. When you get that little pain right there in your groin, right. but not down right, low, right. but up top. Right, right, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, that's fucked up. That's a fucked up situation, <laughs> man. That's a fucked up situation. Uh, what else is going on, man? This week. A lot of Black Thought dropping an album on Friday. Benny Word. the Butcher dropping an album on Friday. Yeah, okay, those okay. I'm excited okay. about some that. O- some OG, OG listening. Some yeah, some lyricism. This is a good time. Is the point's been made, but this is a really good time for lyricists that mm. aren't really dependent on having a record in the club. You know right. what I'm saying? No Cause, doubt, because ain't no club know, and ain't no not concert. like it used to be. Yeah, yeah. So now it's just a lot of time alone where you could just sit there and listen to it, get that lend them your ear, you right. know. So I'm excited to hear how them shit sound. You know, it's gonna be a good look. Black Thought, Sean C from Grime Music, they did this one together. Mm-hmm. It's called Kane and Abel, which is Sean Kane and I guess Black Thought Abel. Okay. And then um, and then there's a bunch of different producers on the Benny. This is his his uh his debut. You know, he's been mm-hmm. killing shit for a bit. And uh, mm-hmm. you know this is one of these well anticipated situations, so it's a it's a good little weekend for music, man. Yeah, and then um, yeah. shit, Howard doing the Yard Fest virtually this year with old uh, Omari Harderick is hosting, so Ghost hosting the Yard Fest. So I'm gonna see what that's gonna be about. That's this weekend. Okay. S- see how Check they. That out. Yeah. See how they. Uh, Friday. You know, Saturday. Uh, I think oh. it's Saturday that they're doing it. Okay. Whatever the I think it's the seventeenth. Whatever's the seventeenth. Yeah, I think that's Saturday. Yeah. Mm. Who's on the lineup? Anybody been announced or is it all nah, gonna be surprised they, they, type they shit? They didn't announce no you know how y'all first don't announce nothing except for right. old old ghost is hosting. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. So. Ghost the host. That's yep. what's up. Oh, man. Oh, I guess his his niece, Raven Hardaway, is a Howard University broadcast. Junior, so she in there with my niece. That's okay, okay, All right. yeah. that's a power move. She gonna, yeah. she gonna, 
Yeah, that's a good so, love. That's a good love. I was about to say they're gonna be showing a love on the yard, but there is no yard on the virtual yard. She's gonna get a virtual lot of yard, you know. As as the yeah. yard fest host, Hardaway will be assisted by his niece. That's what's up. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's cool. That's yeah, cool. That's that's a that's yeah, a I'm way to that's the way to put your niece on the map. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Hey man, you gotta connect, connect. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Get it popping. Use use the shit. All right, so that's something to check out, man. Uh, what else? You been? Have you been watching anything on television, or do man, we need was, to just speed past that? Yeah, I, I need to speed past it because this was like a, a crash week where a lot of shit uh-huh. that needed to get done had to get done. Uh-huh. So okay. I haven't watched uh, a lick of anything. Okay, All right. but I promise okay. y'all. I promise y'all. Promise y'all. Next, <laughs> yeah, I know you laughing. Right, I know you laughing and shit. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Right. Listen, I'm gonna watch that Lovecraft. You know what I'm saying? Right. And next week on Tuesday, no, no bullshit. Okay, I'll be ready to break that shit down. No bullshit. I'm actually gonna All start right. the night. All right, burn All it right, up. Bro. Take it in All pieces. Right, it's nine hours you got. Cause we coming up on this this weekend is gonna be the uh, the finale, so okay. you'll be setting yourself up. It's a good time if you're gonna really go hard and binge uh-huh. that shit. It's the ideal time to binge it, cause then you could you could finish up with everybody in the in the game. When is the finale? Uh, Sunday. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So oh. yeah, I start tonight. Mm-hmm. And All then right. and then we we we'll be able to catch that up and 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 rock it out. I bet, bet, bet. Yeah, I was in a in a conversation about Lovecraft, just a bunch of people talking about that shit, coming mm-hmm. with various theories. It's definitely that show where people got theories and takes and, you know, uh impressions on various characters. It's 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 official. It's official. I've also been fucking with Fargo too, which is not as far gone. Like it's only maybe four episodes in. That's mm-hmm. been pretty good too, you know, it's doing its own thing. I like that shit a lot. One step and, at a time. Uh, one step at a time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want. I don't want to go. I don't want to hit you in the head. You already got nine hours of the situation. It took me mad long to get to Game of Thrones. So look, I'm not. I, I already know what it is. Hey, where you at? Where is. you at with that? Where you at with that? I think I'm in season three. It's like okay. it's kind of slowed down again because there's a lot of other shit that's I've been fucking with. No, I've been um, no doubt. Yeah, I got all of the TV shit, and then I was uh, I watched a couple movies. I seen Charm City Kings, the uh, mm-hmm. Meek Mill uh, joint produced by Will Smith and Jada Pinkett, mm-hmm. you know, with Tiana Paris. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that shit was cool. I like how it was shot. I like how it was shot. It was really, it, it, it was a dope-looking uh, movie. It was cool for the most part. I did... The ending, I don't want to spoil it, but the ending was a little unbelievable for my taste. But, mm-hmm. you know, it is what it is. Then I watched this other movie called The 40-Year-Old Version. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I heard that was dope. Yeah, that shit was cool. I liked that. I enjoyed that. It's funny, too, because um, I didn't even realize it, because I guess I hadn't seen this cat in years. But the uh, one of the leads, you know, like the, uh, the uh, I guess, the, the love interest for the main character was this cat Oswin Benjamin, this rapper, this rapper cat that I know from uh, from Newburgh, mm-hmm. who I found out about back in the days when I used to host Faces in the Crowd over at SOB. Shout out to Shalant mm-hmm. and Reality. 
Uh, but he was one of those, you know, faces in the crowd. Sometimes it could be hit or miss. You know, it's like it's like a mm-hmm. bringer show. So, you know, you hope for the best, but you know, it could go either way. But he was always a fucking standout from the right. door. Like this kid was official, and he's his career's been really taking off. He was on the Locks right. album just recently, and mm-hmm. you know, he's still doing the rap shit. But yeah, in I've this, seen him. He pl- no, yeah, he played a producer. So which mm-hmm. was different because I don't know if he produces his music or whatever, but like I know him as a rapper and I, I didn't even recognize him until the, the credits came down. I was like, oh shit. So yeah, shout out to Oswin Benjamin. He did his thing. Shout out to, uh, I think her name is Rada Blank. Yeah, Rada um, Blanks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she did her thing. It was it was a really good story. Nicely shot, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, she from that I mean? she from that whole Sean P. Terrence Nance community of filmmakers. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So. Yeah, so yeah, she yeah. she getting her shine right now. I seen Oswin the first time I ever seen him was at a Sway Live event. Yeah, my, my, yeah. yeah, my homeboy. Five a fingers of death type shit. I don't remember all the little buzz catchwords, but my homeboy okay. Zakai Free came in town and he had tickets to the uh-huh. Sway Live and right. Oswin Benjamin he did a little something there and then kicked uh-huh. it. I was like, oh shit, this kid is nice. And I followed yeah. him on on the gram from there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now he get busy. Mm-hmm. So that was that. Uh shit, man. Yeah. That's it, man. I'm be honest with you. Yeah, that Hey man. Really, it was it was yeah, great talking it. to you, man. It was Absolutely, shit, man. man. It was refreshing. Absolutely. Yeah, man. It's a good conversation. <laughs> I'm about to go back and speak to my plant. I just bought a plant this last weekend, so I got a plant. You know, we'll see how re- you was doing some research whether or not to talk to your pleasant. Right, 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 right. I haven't <laughs> spoken to my plant yet. I, I might need to introduce myself because I guess we've been living together for a few days Never this old stranger plant trapped right. into the, right. you know what I'm saying, this stranger's house. Yeah. I got to get uh, used to, uh, I got to get in the habit of watering it when you, you know what I mean? Like you right. got to, you know, it's something different, something to, you know, it's not the hardest thing to do, but if it's just not a habit you got, that shit could just become a forgotten plant. Fortunately, this is one of them plants that don't need water every day. It's like they say, you know, just wait till the water get a little, the, the soil gets a little dry, then hit it with some water. So you maybe a couple times a week, whatever type thing. So we'll see. Yeah. see you part of, you're part of a growing community of plant parents. I believe it. I believe people no, it's, need something. It's like, yeah, it's like a growing, like I've been seeing it's like, you know what I'm saying, like a whole cool culture of plant owners. And they right. call them like plant mamas and plant daddies and shit. Okay, yeah, you yeah, part yeah, of I the plant parenthood. There it is. I guess I'm I'm out here plant parenthood. Yeah, I'm in the plant. Parenthood. <laughs> That's funny as shit. Yeah. So I'm just look, man. I'm, we go. We gonna see how it go. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Committed to seeing where it go. I gotta get a. I gotta get a. Uh, what do you call that shit? A pot for it. Cause it's still in like the little cup. It hasn't grown super big to where it's got to get in the pot. But uh, I gotta mm-hmm. get a pot. Cause right now that shit is sitting on a good old a plastic plate. <laughs> that shit look. That shit look ghetto as shit. But we hey gonna man, be. You I gotta get get your plan of uh, some living accommodations, a nice little right. bed to rest in. You know what I'm saying? A nice little sunny Listen. corner. Feed yeah, feed it yeah. some alkaline water. You know. Treat it right, like you would your your, your pet or your or your there, kid. There you go. There you're it a plant is. You're plant right. daddy. Plant daddy. Plant the plant. <laughs> what do we call it? Plant the plant parenthood. What you call it? plant parenthood? Plant, plant parenthood. That shit is funny. 
Yeah, man. So anyway, uh, you got anything else to say before we get up out of here? That's it, man. All right. I'll see y'all after I watch this love crowd. All right. Well, they're going to hold you to it. You already know. know. I I know you will, too. So I'm on my shit. There it is. Well, until in the meantime, between time, tell a friend to tell a friend. And even the enemy to get in the conversation. We out. Yep.